Now it's time. Great Bishop and the Council Roundup. Yeah, the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch. Head West Subs. Going to be taking the garbage out with the Council Roundup today. Last night's Springfield City Council meeting, just over two hours. We've got some citizens to hear from. We've got some uh, aldermen to hear from. We've also got the police chief to hear from after uh, a news story that uh, came from a, a couple of different fronts. Uh, one seemed to be a blog. Another, I think, the International Business Times picked up. Uh, but regardless, uh, it dealt with a law enforcement officer in Springfield allegedly making some uh, very unsavory, racist, wrong mean-spirited uh, posts on social media uh, under uh, a variety of different uh, types of accounts, and uh, it sent shockwaves uh, to the point where, as you're hearing in the news, uh, this officer was uh, ultimately uh, he resigned, no longer with the department, and there are now calls for thorough investigation into handling of uh, arrests that uh, he may have had in his uh, more than a decade of uh, being on the force of the Springfield Police Department. So that dominated a lot of last night. Uh, but it wasn't just that garbage that Springfield Police were taking out. There were also a lot of concerns about other garbage, what you typically think, fly dumping, large items, and things like that. So we'll talk about uh, some of those issues as well. But let's get right into it from last night's Springfield City Council meeting right here with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Here is Police Chief. Ken Scarlett. This past Friday, shockwaves were felt through our department and throughout our very own community when it was revealed that one of our very own officers was responsible for despicable and disgusting social media comments. This behavior is in no way indicative of the beliefs of the 200 plus officers that serve and protect our community on a daily basis. On notification, the senior staff working with the PBPA Union Board took swift and decisive action by placing Officer Aaron Nichols on unpaid administrative leave, thus removing his authority as a police officer. Again, both the staff and the PBPA are in full agreement that this behavior is volatile, dangerous, and has the propensity to damage relationships both internally and externally. This morning, I received the resignation of Officer Aaron Nichols, effective immediately. As a result of this resignation, I have proactively contacted the Illinois Law Enforcement Training and Standards Board to seek decertification, as he should not serve in law enforcement capacity again. The decision to decertify rests solely with Ilettsby. The senior staff continues to have conversations with our trusted community partners, sharing our immediate response to this incident and asking for their continued support. And I look forward to participating in a unity forum hosted by the NAACP and the Jewish Federation, which will be held next Wednesday. So just as important as external conversation, the senior staff continues to address all officers of the agency with the intention of mending any fractured relationships and utilizing this incident as a springboard to constantly strive for mutual respect and understanding. This agency will not stand for complacency. Instead, we will seek improvement, constant improvement as human beings and as law enforcement officers. Moving forward, the SPD will lean heavily on the assistance of our diversity advisory committee our ongoing cultural competency training and continued promotion of the 10 shared principles which represent our mission as community servants. Additionally, and as is available on the transparency tab of our website, residents of this city, which includes all of our officers, 
are given every opportunity to report inappropriate conduct, which will be thoroughly investigated. Make no mistake, we are committed to our mission and we are committed to the equal treatment and respect of all. This is evident by the overwhelming support that's here tonight. We are one team with one mission. We are one team who must love and appreciate the individualism of everyone. Our agency will recover from this deplorable incident and the staff will ensure that any similar future behavior is dealt with using the same swift action. Finally, I commend the ladies and gentlemen of the Springfield Police Department that are here in attendance tonight, as well as those who have made calls, sent texts and emails. This support here demonstrates that there is no tolerance for hate in our agency. So that is Ken Scarlett, his entire remarks last night in front of the Springfield City Council. We will hear from aldermen all across the spectrum and more on this uh, as we also uh, hear from some citizens addressing the City Council last night. That's all on the way here with the Council Roundup on Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop. Back with the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Their downtown location open for lunch. Head West Subs. And with the Springfield City Council meeting last night, a lot of garbage being taken out, including the announcement that a Springfield police officer resigned after it was revealed uh, he was using some social media accounts to spread hate. And uh, Chief Cousin Scarlett's laying out there that that's not tolerated. And uh, the management of the police and the union for the police uh, both went after this heavy and hard and uh, addressed it quickly. Uh, and that officer is no longer in service. Um, but what's next here? Uh, a couple of major issues uh, brought up by Alderman, including Alderman Sean Gregory. We'll hear from them all. Here you go. And uh, we, we just more so uh, don't like guys like that. And every time that, <clears throat> you know, these issues uh, come up and things, uh, you know, I, I, I think um, some feelings, you know, um, from the community get tied in and we get ourselves in some situations because of guys like that. And, and, and the examples that not only been set around the country, but now here in Springfield and um, you know, for me, uh, I believe in this police department. I know some good guys. Um, definitely have had uh, uh, been to jail, been wrong and not wrong. But but um, in my role here, man, I've grown a great, great, great respect. I'm and he went on to talk about uh, how it, some of the posts were more worrisome to him than other posts that were, say, for instance, targeting uh, somebody uh, because of their ethnicity. He said, uh, you know, there were, there were some other things there that, that were just abhorrent. You know, our most vulnerable people, our homeless people. And when I read, you know, I've been called that name all my life. And so as some of our brothers is working on that police force. But to see, you know, somebody dump a homeless person cart out and all that, that's, that's, that's the portion that bothered me the most. Um, yeah, and that's uh, just, uh, there's a, a level of um, uh, inhumanity when it comes to how uh, hate can, can spew into the treatment of individuals experiencing homelessness. And I think uh, Alderman Gregory kind of highlighted that. Uh, but he said it wasn't, uh, you know, certain segments of the population. Apparently, uh, this, this former cop posting on social media went after everybody. In that stream, he didn't miss anybody. He, he, black, white, Jewish, 
he didn't miss anybody. So, so I hope that we all understand that that hate <clears throat> it, it encompasses us all. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. They hate all of us. All of us that love each other hate hates us. So let's keep being 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 good individuals and loving one another and keep growing together. And that's all we can do. We're gonna move forward from this situation. None of us are happy that it's happened, but um, we got to keep being leaders and, and 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 be the right way. So I appreciate you, Chief. Alder Roman Conley chiming in here. But our 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 strong police department, our, our quality officers, who who don't believe in in the the garbage that we all saw. Um, I know that this hits you especially hard, um, and and I want you to know. I, I do hope that that this is investigated, that we that his arrests are reviewed, um, because clearly there was, as as Alderman Gregory pointed out, um, he didn't miss anyone. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he went after everybody in these posts. Connolly continues. As awful as that stuff was to read, and it's it's still, I mean, it, it literally just turned my stomach. Um, I do hope that that the rest of your department knows that that we do see the good work that you do, and um, we'll be looking to see that this doesn't end with this resignation, um, but also that that the good work that that your officers do is shared and celebrated too. But. It's also important, uh, something we'll hear a couple of different times throughout, is the the necessity to review cases this former cop was involved in. Uh, and I think that's something we'll hear again uh, in a couple of different individuals, but uh, more from Alderwoman Conley. Thank you for acting so quickly um, and so decisively. That was... That was critically important. And she uh, she made that point uh, early on in her comments about how we need to investigate this further and look at those arrests that he may be involved in. Alderman Hanauer uh, chiming in on this as well. You know, I got a call. I said, it's getting handled. It'll be be done quick. And it was. And that's the way, you know, on something like this, we needed to have had it happen. So good job. More comments from others. Alderman Williams. The chief has handled this and done it the right way. Uh, that it may not always be the case uh, in some people's mind, but you have done this, and I just hope you keep that standard going. But more important, I hope we find a way, and this is to the media as well, to tell the good stories. Because when it happened, what was upsetting to me was uh, we don't get this coverage on some of the great things that's going on with the police in the community. So we got to find a, a, a better way uh, to tell the good things, too. So, again, uh, hearing from some of the aldermen uh, in response to police chief Ken Scarlett saying that uh, one of the uh, police officers with the department uh, is no longer with the department after it was surfaced to a variety of uh, just, uh, derogatory, uh, disgusting, racist, hateful comments across the spectrum. I mean, uh, it seemed that the uh, the comments were, were uh, against everybody. Uh, but that officer no longer with the department and uh, swift action taken here. But as Alderman Williams highlights, you know, that we can't not look away from all the good that the department does. And maybe that gives us the opportunity for Hero of the Week to really dig deep and to uh, maybe this week we highlight those out there uh, in law enforcement who are the good cops. Uh, and it's uh, horrible that we have bad police. But uh, when that does get brought to the surface, uh, it's seen as something that uh, gets gets cut out pretty quick. And that's uh, on display last 
last night at the Springfield City Council meeting. More from the police chief. Uh, I've got 225 individuals that do great things every single day, and yes. it is imperative that uh, this city is well aware of the great work that they do. So thanks for that reminder. I appreciate that. Alderwoman DeCenso chiming in. I've been sitting up here for five years now, and almost every disciplinary action that we've heard an executive session that has to do with the Springfield Police Department has a racial element to it. And she uh, is, of course, privy to those because when they go into executive session to deal with personnel matters, we don't get to see that. That's always discussed behind closed doors. But she, in general terms, talks about it and says a lot of times when it's dealing with Springfield police, uh, there, there are some racial components to those conversations. Uh, Alderwoman DeCenso continues. I hope that a deep dive really is done and this investigation continues because this isn't over. And, and I think that, again, the deep dive, not just to you know, look and ensure that uh, there aren't any other officers there, but as we'll hear from some citizens as well, uh, there needs to be an evaluation of all the arrests that this particular officer was involved in. Uh, if he had the, this type of hate in his heart, uh, then maybe it's time to reevaluate uh, his arrests uh, and uh, whether or not those, those arrests were done legitimately or if people's civil rights were violated. No. No one was left, you know, untarnished by, by the, the hateful words of a former officer. And I just think we need to be very in the moment here and do the work that needs to be done to make sure we, we root out any sort of hate that's in the Springfield Police Department. We can't have it. Chief Scarlett responding to some of this. And I'll say this, as a leader of the organization, there is no pre-me. I take full responsibility for everything uh, that has happened in this organization, and that's, that's my job. And uh, you have my assurance that we as an agency will constantly strive to get better uh, through training, through engagement, uh, through tough conversations. And Springfield Alderman uh, Fulgenzi uh, being short and sweet with his comments on this. Chief, I, I just want to say this. It's very brief. You've done no less than what I would have expected you to do. And that's, that's it. That's a compliment to you. The mayor chiming in after hearing all of this back and forth with the chief and various aldermen. What it takes sometimes is these difficult challenges um, of hate that brings us together. And what's important is you acknowledge it, you accept full responsibility, and you reject it. He also uh, talks about uh, the steps moving forward. How did Springfield overcome the challenges other cities had faced with uh, terrorizing and tearing up the place and everything else where we uh, were able to be spared that? And that's because the level of trust that has been worked on through the years. It's not like a light switch you can turn on. So this is something you have to work on each and every day to earn the respect and reject hate in our community. And then uh, finally here, he just wanted to reiterate a meeting coming up, uh, bringing all kinds of voices together to discuss these and other issues. I think it's next Wednesday, he said, at Southeast High School for, it's the NAACP, it's the uh, Jewish community, as well as the police department panel uh, to have these open discussions and learn from this and move on and, uh, you know, build and uh, make our community stronger together so so again we'll revisit this with some uh citizens addressing the council last night uh so that's just some of more of what's coming up here with the council roundup
Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Their downtown location now open for lunch. Head West Subs. Let's get back into it. Last night, after hearing the Springfield Police Chief lay out that they have now gotten rid of an officer who uh, apparently posted some uh, disgusting, vile comments about practically all people, uh, be it uh, black, white, Jewish, uh, homeless, whatever. Uh, apparently, uh, the, the posts were, were just beyond uh, anything that uh, most aldermen had seen, uh, including the, uh, the concerns about uh, his treatment of uh, uh, those experiencing homelessness. So, uh, continuing with the council roundup, though, other things to tackle, uh, including uh, some issues that were on first reading last night and a couple of different appointees to some positions. And they're, you know, names we've heard. Um, you know, Joe Alio, I think, was one of them. Uh, Brian McFadden, I think, was another one. And these are different uh, appointees to, you know, like economic commissions and boards well alderman gregory he he, he raised a, a flag here 61 i just think that these we have opportunity to get more citizens from our community to serve on our economic development board than, than these two individuals um aside from all we have to go through to get anything done i think we have some people in this city um people of color anybody but these two individuals on our on our economic development board thank you so uh, alderman gregory i'm sure we'll uh, uh talk more about this in the future as those names continue to move forward forgot to mention also last night uh, shg was recognized for their high school sports prowess and getting uh some some championships uh so there was a big celebration there last night we just don't have time to unpack that i apologize but i just wanted to throw that out there for you uh meanwhile the mayor updating uh what's going on at the state house when it comes to efforts to uh ensure that the city gets what it deserves uh, one thing i will state is the sha tiff we did receive all the letters uh thanks to a lot of effort by alderman gregory and alderman williams in uh, getting the final three so we appreciate the county the uh, sanitary district and capital township providing those and so uh, it's my understanding that'll go before the legislature this week uh, hopefully with approval with to extend it for another 12 years so i think that'll take it to 2034 is that correct council Wow. So, yeah, they're uh, they're aiming to get that done. Can they get it done before Friday? Who knows? What are some other things they're looking for? Grant dollars for development in downtown? I know uh, Representative Shear and uh, Senator Turner have been moving that, especially on the House side with <coughs> Representative Shear. She was instrumental in the SHA tip. It's just not the Y block funding, but we are also efforting for the uh, medical district. Uh, we've never been funded. And uh, so we're trying to get funded through the state as they do with Chicago as well as the uh, teen empowerment zone, uh, which is Comer Cox, Chamberlain Park area, trying to secure funds there as well. So we got uh, today, tomorrow, Friday, uh, the budget's going to be revealed today. Uh, we'll see this play out. They're going to have time for amendments. Is this going to be included? Uh, we'll see all of that, of course, in the days ahead. Uh, but Alderman Gregory chiming in on a different issue about tax dollars and how they're used. And in particular, uh, tax dollars for uh, different organizations. You see this happened a lot with, uh, you know, uh, uh, an event coming up that they want to help get some promotion dollars. So they go to the city of Springfield and say, hey, we're going to bring some people to Springfield. Why don't you give us, you know, 10000 20000 $30,000 and uh, be a sponsor, so to speak. Uh, Alderman Gregory talking a bit about this and the oversight that there is on these groups. When, when we talked before about when Juneteenth was a holiday, it stepped beyond a normal um, community celebration. It stepped into 
just as just as important as July 4th. In fact, we can't even really celebrate July 4th in my eyes without without recognizing what Juneteenth does for this country. In the home of Abe Lincoln, he's only known for freeing the slaves. For real. So uh, ultimately, seeming to, to hear some scrutiny on the spending that uh, was given to Juneteenth and how they utilize those dollars. Alderman Hanauer says uh, all these groups that get this money, he wants to see some reports and hear about these reports. You know, this all started when I when we had a golf tournament that we tried to get seed money and and to get them started. And then it all blown up to to more money and more money and more money. We set a, a rule here that every group that we give money to, we need a report. We haven't gotten reports from anyone. That's eh, not true. They, they do have those reports. Here's Scott Dahl with the Tourism Bureau. Sure enough. Um, actually, Juneteenth last year did provide reports under the Mother Road Fest. We've had a couple of written reports that have been provided. So, But if you're looking for an in-person presentation, we can certainly yeah, do that as that's well. What we were and Alderman Hanauer, that's what he's looking for. It's not necessarily in the rules, but he does want to see a kind of you know presentation in front of the city council on these things. And I think that would be good. Uh, you know, that way, hey, we could air it here on the council roundup. Meanwhile, other issues to Tackled last night at the Springfield City Council Alderwoman Purchase, reflecting on the very successful Lincoln Presidential Half Marathon downtown. I just want to say thank you to Public Works, Director Bottom, and thank you to I have my neighborhood president here from um, Lincoln Park. There was a lot of our neighborhood uh, neighbors that came out to cheer on all of the marathon runners, and oh my gosh, they were tired when they came through, but yeah, I was we just saying, come on. Come on, get through the finish line. And um, our police department was out there also helping. So it was very organized, a lot of support, and I look forward to seeing them next year. But yeah. great job to all the runners. You were extraordinary people and amazing people to get through that finish line. <laughs> right on, right on. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for next year. It's going to be a, 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 a good one. Uh, that's for sure. Hopefully it doesn't, it's not windy, but the race organizers, they can't control that. Uh, Alderman Gregory getting a kind of last minute message from a constituent and it rubbed him the wrong way. Uh, so he brought it up right there in the council meeting. Public works. If we have somebody with a basketball coop, a kid, call me. Call me, call me, call me about it, and I'll handle it. We shouldn't be fining people for, for basketball hoops. I just got the email. I just looked at it. It's not in the right of way. Jesus, all the stuff we got in War II to clean up. Just call me. I'll go talk to the kids about the stinking basketball hoop. Jesus. So apparently uh, somebody got a basketball hoop somewhere and uh, Alderman Gregory uh, getting a message that uh, that uh, that resident got fined for having that basketball hoop in a certain spot. <laughs> what? With all the I, listen, we're going to be hearing some uh, some examples of various things that are going on with fly dumping and the large items in people's yards and whatnot. Uh, Alderman Gregory pretty upset about somebody getting dinged for a basketball hoop. Uh, here is Nate Bottom, Public Works Director in Alderman Gregory, going back and forth. It is complaint-driven when we do um, take a look at basketball hoops. We do try to reach out to them numerous times prior to taking it down, giving, giving them uh, a couple different notifications, and then posting it on the doorway before we do it. Just call um, me. But, Just call uh, me. And call, if it's don't in your find room. no kids for no basketball hoops. We can't kids dying on the streets and everything else. It's not even on the basketball hoop. It's on our yard, and it's hanging over the sidewalk. Big freaking deal. Like, come on, man. We, I, I'm just saying I'm not harping at you or Daryl, but 
I could go ride through my neighborhood. We got a thousand other better things to be doing. That's all I'm saying. So, uh, uh, obvious, uh, it's about priorities and uh, the use of the resources, right? Um, especially when you hear from Alderwoman Purchase, she said that uh, she sees just a whole bunch of fly dumping and just yards that uh, have garbage all over the place. It's ridiculous. People, couches, TVs. One house I saw six TVs and three couches sitting in the front yard. And it was just unbelievable to go through these areas and see this. So I am in support of looking at the comprehensive system, but I will commend public works. And that was uh, after a uh, resident brought up some issues on how they need to have a better system when it deals with large item pickup and to not just have it, uh, you know, one or twice a month or uh, once or twice a year, but to actually have like an ongoing program where people can contact and uh, have these things picked up and moved. Because if they're not, then they're just not going to be dealt with. We'll actually hear a little bit more about garbage uh, from uh, some some other aldermen and from the mayor uh, and what to ultimately do about all of this. Uh, so stay tuned. A few more clips here from the council roundup last night. It was a two-plus-hour meeting, a lot of important conversations, so we'll get some more of that coming up here on WMAY. It is Springfield's News and Talk.